Okay guys, welcome back to the Best Version Yet podcast. I am your host, Nikki Antonaccio. I'm a leading women's weight loss coach, nutrition psychology specialist, disordered eating expert, and a diabetes management specialist. I'm here to help you become your best version yet through losing weight, rediscovering unstoppable self-confidence, and building better habits to last you your lifetime. And today I'm here to talk to you about the big topic, is stress making me fat? In today's episode, we're gonna cover my top tips to understand how stress affects your fat loss and slows down and stalls your weight loss. So without further ado, let's get started. So levels of the stress hormone, which is called cortisol, rise during times of tension-filled times. This can turn your overeating into a habit. And because of increased levels of the hormone, they also help cause higher insulin levels. So your blood sugar drops and you crave sugary, fatty foods. I know you can relate because I have been there myself. So what is stress bod? So this is the surprising silence of feeling awful and what you can do about it. So stress itself, most of us think we know what stress is and how it feels. It might be a pounding heart, when we're wakened at 3 a.m. by the sound of breaking glass or the need to pee five times before we deliver a presentation because we're nervous. It's that temper bomb that explodes when our entire day goes sideways with one small decision. But there is also another more subtle kind of stress that can lurk beneath the surface and really affect your results. It's something called hidden stress. It's what happens inside our bodies when we are continually exposed to the din of the kids or construction noise or the uncertainty of things like economic crisis, war or pandemic or the scars of childhood trauma or the never ending pressures of parenthood, work and finances. These hidden stresses can also be so constant we don't even register them. They're a part of the backdrop. They've been woven seamlessly into our normal and our existence, so we don't even notice them. Over time, however, as they accumulate, the hidden stresses can wear us down, and it leaves us feeling foggy, listless, tired, bloated, and sore. Again, I'm sure you can relate. So what, what is stress bod itself? When we have stress bod, we might not feel as rested, even after sleeping more than eight hours. So we turn to stimulants, caffeine, sugar, salt and fat as our energy sustaining and our coping substances. And if we ignore our body's message to take it easy and instead just try and power through an intense workout or intense work pressures, we'll likely find we can't pump out as many reps or lift as heavy or perform the best or run as quickly as we used to. You might even get injured and sick in an extreme instance. Now what's the good news here for you? This is important. So whatever you're doing right now, stop and listen to this. If you've been beating yourself up for skipping workouts, gulping down boxes of toaster pastries, or mindlessly scrolling on your social media when you're supposed to be <clears throat> working or training, we've got four words for you here. Give yourself a break. Now let me explain why. You are not lazy. You might be in a situation that happens to be incredibly common, especially in these last two years. 
given the general state of uncertainty, unrest unfolding all around us at all times. For example, in April 2020, the percentage of people that live in the UK who were experiencing significant mental distress, which is bad stress, rose by 27% of people surveyed from 19% the year before. You're not stuck. There is something you can do about it and I'm going to take you through my strategies on how to do this. Now, first of all, we need to identify what the effects of stress have on your body. So everything might hurt. That's the first thing. You can thank tight muscles and sensitive nerves for that one. You feel fogged over. So poor sleep leaves you feeling forgetful, impulsive, touchy and full of self-doubt. Plus you can't concentrate. You might keep getting sick. When your white blood cells drop, inflammation increases so it's harder to fight infections and heal wounds your blood vessels constrict and your resting heart rate raises and that increased risk for things like diabetes heart disease and loads of other diseases you might get gut issues more commonly so sensitive nerves changes in digestion can intensify stuff like heartburn stomach ache and diarrhea as well your workouts or training might feel impossible, so a lack of sleep and heightened stress both hinder your ability to recover from one day to the next, let alone one workout to the next. Big one for lots of you, you're struggling with your weight. Levels of your hunger hormone ghrelin rise, whilst the levels of the satiety hormone leptin drop. That boosts cravings. Meanwhile, your metabolism also slows down. Double bummer. And... Your sex drive takes a nosedive. You're just not in the mood. Your sex hormone production drops and that can slam the brakes on your sex drive. Other impacts of stress. Ongoing negative stresses that weigh you down. So things like worldwide pandemics, things like wars, things like economic crashes, things like social unrest, conflict with your nearest and dearest, prolonged financial or economic worries, endless to-do lists, continuous worrying, the overuse of stimulants, a distressing work environment and things like racial discrimination have a negative effect on your nervous system. So your total combined stress load is called your allostatic load. This has to be managed to get the weight loss results you're looking for. And allostatic load is not just negative stresses. So what we call negative stresses are things that distress us and I've just done that big long list of them. But there are things called eustress, which is positive stresses. Training is a stressor on your body. So is being in a calorie deficit to lose weight. So they're, whilst they're not negative, they're still stresses on your body and they still add to your overall allostatic load. Now, these might be some of the things that you feel you can resonate with if you're more stress sensitive. A feeling of isolation, um, traumatic early life experiences might cause you to be more stress sensitive. Things like having a very reactionary attitude or feeling very pessimistic. Too much time in go, 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 go. Think work, kids, so forth. And few, if any, coping skills. Now, what we want to actually become is more stress resistant. And that's created through strong support networks. Having a sense of control and strategies to create that. Um, cultivating an optimistic and go-with-the-flow attitude. Time in soothing environments like nature or going for a walk and having and learning coping skills such as breath work and deep breathing. Now I have a stick six step process and framework to fix stress fraud that I'm gonna take you through right now. So number one, you need to rule out any other health issues first. So your GP or your doctor can rule out any underlying health concerns such as things like anemia 
first and foremost. That needs to be ticked off before anything else. Secondly, we need to look out for hidden stresses in your life. Some stresses don't feel stressful. So which ones do you have off this list? Frequent use of social media, obsessive news consumption, high air pollution, excessive noise, frequent travel, intense exercise, intolerances or sensitivities to certain foods, a high caffeine intake, a high alcohol consumption rate, and always on texts and emails constantly, long commutes in traffic, unhappy relationships, a lack of confidence or comparing yourself to others. Tip three in this step, try logging those stresses. For one week, keep track of your stresses and your symptoms. So each morning, note down your wake time, how you feel, how you slept, what your heart rate's doing and your temperature. Through the day, make note of what you eat and drink. You'll know if you're one of my clients, this is the kind of stuff you do anyway how you're feeling and exposure to any hidden stresses and every evening note down the time you go to sleep and how you feel. Step four, tips to minimize your stress levels. One thing is talking to a therapist or a coach or a mentor. Two, limit exposure to news one to two times a day. I've got to be honest, during the pandemic, I totally stopped watching the news. It was causing me more distress than it was worth. Time box your worrying. So this is the concept of giving yourself a time of day where you're allowed to dig into and uh, work through any of your worries. Work at home one day a week, if you're not already. Asking for help or speaking to superiors, supervisors, friends, colleagues at work. Time boxing social media. So again, setting yourself a designated amount of time to be on that screen time, say six or seven at night. Outsource stuff that you don't like doing. Cleaning, shopping. Um, establish boundaries with your electronic devices and communication. So for instance, no work messages after 7 p.m. Automate less important decisions. So eat the same thing for breakfast daily or have a um, similar amount of food every day and consider breaking up toxic stresses relationships. Uh, that could be friendships, it could be family, it could be partners. Then focus on micro progress, big one for lots of us. Quality nutrition, sleep, self-care strategies can protect us from stress bod, but an all or nothing approach is absolutely counterproductive. So health practices are like dials. We have to see what does it feel like when you bump up one a notch or two or one down a notch or two. So for instance, can you bump up your nutrition one notch or your sleep one notch or your self-care one notch rather than trying to do it all at once? So they are some top tips on understanding is stress making you fat and the six step method to understand how stress affects your fat loss and can slow down your weight loss. Now guys, as always, I'm going to finish this podcast episode today with thanking you for taking your time, your life currency to spend 10, 15 minutes of your day with me learning about a new topic that will empower you to lose weight, rediscover your self-confidence and build better habits for the rest of your life. And as always, I'm going to ask you a favour. If you feel this episode would benefit any of your friends and family, please share it with them. The more impact I can make on the world and make it a better place, the more grateful and fulfilled my own life is and my own life purpose. That's it for me today, guys. Thank you very much for listening to Is Stress Making You Fat?